today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast, a.k.a. where the boys are. Uh, I'm Charles. Jason. Eric. I'm Derek. Uh, it's Look, we're all coming back from a holiday, and we don't have the full staff here, so... It's a way to come out with an apology. Yeah, yeah. really? Jeez. That's a ringing endorsement, I Chuck. just want to explain why there's so many dudes on this podcast right now. That's all. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, speaking of uh, women, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I don't think Kanye West remembers who she is. He's yeah. over her. Completely over her. No, of course he's not. But he has been with Julia Fox for now, I believe, four straight nights. And that includes a flight from Miami to New York where they had a date on Tuesday night. Uh, they went to uh, dinner and a play because that's what you do when you're in New York. Actually, they did the play and then they did dinner. Um, and uh, this follows a weekend in Miami where... Uh, the first night we saw them was on New Year's Day, on Saturday. Sunday, they hung out with Future. Monday night, they went on a double date with uh, with Nori and his wife. Um, and then he gets on a plane, uh, so, on, and they fly to New York, and they go to this play, and they have dinner. So, Did they take in like a light play, like a Midsummer Night's Dream or Much Ado <laughs> About Nothing? No, Something ni nice I, for a date? I think Julia Fox, who, by the way, <laughs> if you don't know who Julia Fox is, she's an actress um, most famous, I guess, for her role in Uncut Gems. But um, yeah, I think she got a heavy dose of Kanye once they got to New York City because the play they went to see is called A Slave Play. He is putting her through that the That sounds ringer. like a choice so, to see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he made a choice to take her to see Slave Play, which I understand it's a, a very acclaimed uh, production. I think it got 12 Tony nominations. I know only know this because my sister and brother-in-law went to go see it. And I, when I was writing the post, I had to call them like, tell me what the play is about. And they're like, that's what he took her to go see <laughs> on your third date. I guess it was their fourth date at that point. So he, for the fourth date, the play is a very intense production about uh, about race, about gender, about the power dynamics in relationships, in particular in interracial relationships, which Kanye and Julia Fox are in. So well, that's all, what you Kanye's get. tired. Dating record, right? I mean, he was with Kim Kardashian well, before Amber, that. Amber, Amber Rose. Rose. Amber Rose is Amber a biracial Rose is woman. But, but She's a biracial woman. Is it an interracial relationship when you're in a bi... Uh, we don't have to... We don't yeah, have to... Uh, we're going to parse that out. We don't have to parse it out, but it, is, it's something that he yeah. just obviously is... The point is, if you're Julia Fox and your fourth date with Kanye, you're sitting through this play and you're going, do I want to go through all this? And the answer is yes. It feels like a test, right? To take a girl to that kind of play on your third or fourth date to see if you can hang with me in my world. It's going to spark good conversation. You do date Kanye on Kanye's terms, and this is certainly Kanye's terms. You go to heady plays and you have heady conversation about big topics. And so this seems right in line with if you want to date Kanye, this you get the package, which seems to be some of what Kim objected to, right? It was the constancy of the Kanye message throughout an entire 15-year relationship. And, you know... It's the Kanye show. It's the Kanye show, right, exactly. So, I mean, so for four straight days, he's, I don't want to say he's paraded her around, but look, he's introduced her to his very good friends, introduced her to Future, which some might say is risky. I've seen some documents about meeting Future. Introduced her to Noriega and his wife. We know that he's really tight with Nori, so, like... Kim and Pete have been so public, he's got to be just as public. And maybe that's what it is, that feels like he's got to be really public. And then flies her to New York. This um, is it, though. You you had said at the top that he is moving on from Kim. I forgot what you said exactly, yeah. but 
It seems to me the exactly the opposite. This is all in response to Kim. So this is a showmance, not a romance. <laughs> I li- I've never heard the term, but I like it. I think that's what it is. Yeah. This is this is to demonstrate to his wife, either his his current wife, soon to be ex wife, uh, that either he has moved on or that he can move on at his election. I can do uh, it. Or he's too. trying to make her jealous, like old school like, sitcom. Right. Yeah, I agree exactly. completely, right. and, and it's transparent too, right? He's doing it in such an obvious fashion by doing four dates, going to restaurants like Carbone, which are circled by paparazzi. This is the type of place, right, that you that sure. you go to flaunt. Yeah. Whereas what Kim is doing, we're saying it's public, but it's a little bit different. She had like intimate evening with Flavor Flav when pajama party. <laughs> These are like different. I'm glad you of said that because I was just about to say, why are we why are we calling out Kanye for a showmance? But Kim, everyone was like, oh no, her and Peter are definitely together. Oh no, they, that's a full. But, but they did go to a movie yeah. theater in Staten Island. Right. I mean, it wasn't that's it's true. She uh, did, she's putting the, in time I mean, in she's Staten gonna Island. Get, she's going to get attention wherever she goes, but it yeah, wasn't the most true. obvious place to go for attention. Uh, by the way, someone pointed out right before we started this, um, I saw an email that that uh, Julia Fox has been wearing Balenciaga the last couple nights they've been out. Oh, so he's dressing her. So like now him. he's dressing her. Of course he is. Of course going to say no. You don't think Julia Fox was able to afford Balenciaga on her own? Is I think she can't afford it, but I think she's trying to look the part I was kid- of Kanye. I was oh. kidding. She cannot afford Balenciaga. Oh, oh, really? Oh, Julia Fox oh, is, on the, is on the up, man. Uncut Gems was a huge No, she hit. is on the up. Yeah. I just have no idea what Balenciaga costs, so <laughs> I, I think you can at least those More than too. Julia Fox can afford. <laughs> uh, where's Charlie Neff when we need I know half okay. people here can't pronounce it, so it's pretty <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I said it several times, yeah. Balenciaga, okay? All right. Well, we'll see where this relationship goes, but it's... We'll see if it's showmance or romance. I'm going to lean towards showmance at this point because he's pouring it on pretty heavy. Yeah. All right. Let's move to uh, Vegas fight night with Jason Derulo, um, who that's the name you better use. Because if you call him Usher, um, he is going to put hands on you. As two guys found out as they were walking through the Aria Hotel and um, they passed Jason Derulo on an escalator and check out what happened. Hey, yo, why you slap him, dog? Hey, yo, why you slap him? Hey, Usher, f- bitch. Why you slap him? Why you slap him? Why you slap him? Why you slap him? Hey, yo. What? What the f***? What the f***? Don't touch my boy! So the guy who yelled at the end, don't touch my boy, he probably regretted that in about two seconds after that because Jason Derulo, first of all, I didn't know Jason Derulo had hands like that. I mean, he was, one thing, Jason is walking with a bodyguard, a very large man, who was paid to do all of this stuff for him, and yet whatever was being said between them, and I do think that there was something said before this video starts because it sounds like you hear the guy saying, Why, why'd, you, uh, why'd you slap him, why'd you slap him? So... There was some interaction before that. And then when he says Usher, well. There's no hesitation. Not- <laughs> it's like a hair trigger. But but you and I see this thing very differently. You think there's a racial element to him saying, hey, Usher, like a, an element of racial disrespect? I take it no, as no, no, just no, no, like no. disrespectful. You're not as popular as Usher and so or something. Because because to call Jason Derulo Usher is elevating him. It's like to call me or Jason uh, no, Clarence I think Darrow. Or it's, it's a Perry troll. Mason. It's a it's troll. A- it's like you're, uh, you're a black guy who dances and sings, so I'm just going to call you Usher. It's could, a yeah, racial it's, troll. Be. It could be. Yeah. It's totally yeah. a racial troll. No, oh, but is it racial in the sense that he's saying everyone looks alike? All, all you black guys who can sing and dance are the same. Right. Okay. And yeah. by the way, it worked. <laughs> it set him off. <laughs> it because certainly worked. He, yeah. he pushed his bodyguard out of the way to go beat the hell out of these guys. 
Um, Unless the guy actually thought this, and he's like, "Man, Usher slapped me," and he runs out. Oh, it was Jason Derulo. Got beat up by Usher. Well, that's going to be Usher. That's going to be disappointing for him that that played against. I I'm super impressed with Jason Derulo because in my mind, Jason Derulo is the pretty boy singer rapper who uh, does wacky TikTok videos that are amusing. Dates celebrities is extremely good looking. You don't think he's the guy who's going to get his hands dirty? Not a hair out of place. You know, always always manicured for the camera. And all of a sudden, he goes completely crazy on this guy and comes in with a haymaker from nowhere and blasts the guy twice in the face. I was really impressed with him. The one thing I'll give the guy respect who called him Usher is the cops came, apparently, to break it up, but didn't want to press charges. So he used his yeah. mouth. He, he called him Usher, which you know is going to upset him someone. Right. He got clocked for it, and he's like, I'm not going to press charges. I, I, I instigated this. I actually thought that was a kind right. of cool Vegas move. It actually is. It's, it's like, he's like, hey, let's keep it moving. Let's keep get it on moving. with our until, night. Until, until later this week, he's like, my neck is really starting yeah. to hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we get a full press conference with Gloria yeah. Allred oh, in the neck oh, race. Oh, it could be a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. No, it could be yeah, a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Derulo's worth press. how much? Yeah. She brings out like props. Show us where Jason hit you. By the way, Jason did not get arrested. And interesting, usually you think when these things happen, like the celebrity gets off easy, but Aria Hotel actually had security escort him out of the hotel and, and gave him a, a warning for trespassing. So so now Usher can't go back to the Aria. So, so now Usher is screwed if he ever tries to go to Aria. If you're Usher, are you a little offended that people think Jason Derulo is you? What do you think? No, no because, because you're, the, you're the gold standard of, of right. like those kind yeah. of, like an R&B pop singer dancer. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. the I'm the, the Kleenex of that. I'm right. the name brand. Right. Although right. using it as an insult, there's yeah, something there's that makes something it feel a little yeah. bit a little kind of way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, we're gonna move on now to um, stop me if you've heard this. Tristan Thompson trying to uh, get in good with Chloe again after she finds out about him and being with another woman. Yes. Uh, this time he's doing. I guess this is kind I, of like a, just an, an old hat kind of. <laughs> way to do this, flowers. Uh, But the flowers weren't actually for Chloe. So you know that uh, what happened this week, Tristan Thompson acknowledged that he did have a baby with this woman in Houston, uh, Marley, and she'd been saying this, he'd been denying it and bad-mouthing her, but paternity paternity test came back and he is the father again. And and parented the the child while in a relationship with Chloe. Parented. Wow, parented. Was, I don't you mean conceived? Conceived. This is what happens when you do this podcast with two lawyers. Go, uh, well, I believe he sired there were a the lot child. of verbs I could have chosen, Charles. Yeah. I don't think he, he was any the party of those. He cleaned party. it up too much. <laughs> right. uh, yes, he did uh, conceive the child with Marley while still with Chloe. So he posted a big apology to her uh, and said, you don't deserve to be treated this way and I'm sorry and blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, turns out right before he posted that, he had been outside the gymnastics studio where um, True goes. And we've seen a lot of photos of Chloe and, um, and Tristan leaving this gymnastics studio when they're co-parenting. So he went there expecting to see True and Chloe show up, and they didn't. So he was, the video shows him, he's standing in the parking lot waiting and then suddenly a guy with this giant bouquet of roses comes walking back over to his car and hands it to him and goes and just hands it to him and walks away. So the story is that he intended to give those to True, but she didn't come to the studio. Um, he did eventually see her. So after this, he uh, followed the nanny. True was with the nanny. He followed the nanny back to the house and he spent some time with his daughter. So this hopefully, is... Hopefully not with the nanny as well. So... No. <laughs> just... just... <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> oh, well, he, he's earned that. Uh, yeah, he's I mean, that. he's earned yeah. some of this. Story. All right, he's yeah. earned that. But his point is, look, I'm, I'm still going to be a good father uh, to True. I'm sorry, Chloe. Please. I, I mean, I don't even know what we've been told is that, and I know we've heard this before, but we've been told that Chloe says, this is it. Here's she's done, she's done, she's done. So the best he can do is say, look, I, I swear I'm still going to be a good father. I'm going to be around as long as you'll allow me to be around, I guess. I have a real question about this. At this point, given how many infractions Tristan has had in this regard, and he says, I'm going to be a good father uh, regardless of this. Can you be a good father to your daughter when you disrespect her mother this much? Because we always say those two things are separable. You can be a great father, but you can be a crappy spouse. And I think to an extent that is true. But when you've done it so much and over and over again to humiliate her mother, you're, you can't. She's too, you she's, can't be a good young, father. She's young enough that he can recover from this. So I like, hope she doesn't. So. But Derek, I don't. She does that. That nuance yeah. of how he's treating her mother. She doesn't. It is lost. She on doesn't her, know yeah. that yet. But it does compromise your capacity to say I'm a good father when you continually cheat on your mother and you're such a public figure and you've done it in public ways and then you come out with these giant apologies that are public. To me, that's the whole thing. Just. I, we get it, Tristan. You you are a philanderer, and that's that's who you are. I'm not even going to judge you. That's between you and you and your and Chloe. Just don't make it so public. Don't issue the public apologies anymore. They they don't ring true. Just make it private. Be a good father, the best father you can be. Find happiness in your life somehow. But just stop embarrassing this poor woman publicly over and over. And right. Over even if Chloe wants you back, he now has a responsibility to say, "I'm no good for you." Right. I right. like when I go out <laughs> to find women and possibly impregnate them. Like, you got to say at some point, we're Hold not on. I don't know other. that he's finding the women. The women may be finding him. All right. <laughs> he's right, only impregnated yes. one other woman. Right. Right. That we... Yeah, mm, well, there was one before. Oh, but that, that was, was before Chloe. Oh, so, that was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe that's that's his best play is just say, I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to tap out. Yeah. No long-term relationships for me. And just keep it keep it casual. Casual with kids. <laughs> yeah. Is that a, is that yeah. a new term? It's called friends with benefits is that and your, children. Yeah. Is that on Facebook? Is it your your uh, dating status? Um, casual with kids? <laughs> yeah. Lots of them. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Let's move on uh, to um, what are we going to do next? Let's do Djokovic. Uh, Novak Djokovic. Uh, this is interesting because uh, he is going to be playing in the Australian Open. Maybe. And... <laughs> And that's that's what the Australian Open has said that they have granted him a medical exemption. He will not have to. He doesn't have to be vaccinated, um, and he can still play in the tournament. Now they're not specific about what the medical exemption was, but they said that there was an independent panel. They had multiple doctors look over his application, and they've granted him this exemption, so he's going to be able to play in the Australian Open. The problem is the government of Australia is not happy about this. Um, they, one of their, uh, I don't know if it was the prime minister, but someone said this morning, as soon as he steps off the plane, we're going to need to see all the documentation and we're going to be talking to the Australian Open, to the tournament, to find out exactly why they granted him this exemption. They don't like it. Because you know in Australia, they're very strict with quarantining. Yeah. When you get yeah. down there, it's a two-week quarantine and that's it. And clearly Djokovic doesn't want to do that. And yeah. the PM has to message this, right, to he, the public. There are a couple of things. And also they have a 90% vaccination rate. Their government has enforced this vaccination policy more so probably than any other country in the world for good reason. They're an island, island country. Once it gets there, it's going to spread like crazy. 
to the extent they can keep it out, they can maintain sort of a semblance of normalcy among the people who live there. And so they've really been tough about this. And for them to grant an exemption that looks like an it might be an exemption granted to the greatest tennis player in the world that wouldn't be granted to other people. Right. And so there's a real, you know, uh, cynicism, I think, when it comes yeah, to... Yeah, because the, the turn, it looks like the tournament is saying, look, if, if we don't have Djokovic here, right. what's our draw? You right. know, we need to have him. And he's defending the title. It's a big tournament for him, right? You know, he won it last year. I believe year. he's also seeking the record for the most majors ever, or at least he is this season. And so it's a, it's a big it's a big deal. It costs them a lot of money not to have Djokovic. TV ratings go down. All the other stuff happens. And so they want him there. And are they willing to bend the rules to get it? The PM says absolutely not. The Australian Open is saying we're not bending the rules. Same same policy to everybody. Uh, time will tell when he lands, I guess. But yeah. that's a lot of, you just, if you get the medical exemption, you just have to prove it. Yeah, that's right. I don't right. think that's asking a whole lot. That's right. Yeah, show me the papers because there are medical exemptions. But, this isn't a religious exemption. There are real medical exemptions but if that you're are Djokovic, But if you're Djokovic, you're going to say, look, the tournament asked for my application. I gave it to him. I got the exemption. Now I have to go through this process again with the government where – the government clearly isn't going to be as lenient uh, as the tournament. Do we think no Djokovic is going to have any difficulty presenting whatever proof they need, obtaining and presenting whatever proof they need to give him this exemption? You're saying he may have a lawyer or two? He's got a doctor. Uh, I'm saying a doctor or two. Stepping off the plane I'm, with him? I'm not even uh, saying it, you know, pejoratively. The, guy, the guy's got all the doctors at his disposal he wants. He can get whatever test and whatever ailment he wants can all of a sudden appear. I agree. He's got he's got some sort of paperwork, and it's going to be enough for the PM to say, I saw the paperwork, yeah. right? The, PM, the, the prime minister just needs cover. He needs to say, right. I saw some papers. If they're really good hoaxes, then he got duped, but that's not bad on him if, if Novak Djokovic yeah. has a really good, you know, fake Vax card or something. Or, <laughs> I, I, or fake, I don't know. Fake exemption. I don't think that's what's going on. <laughs> I don't think he does. I'm just saying at some point he just needs the cover to say, right. I tried to the, look at the documents. The, la the last point I want to make on this, and maybe this is a hot take, but it doesn't even matter anymore. Omicron is so contagious and everybody, everybody that I know who gets it is also vaccinated at this point, it, it, does it really make it more likely that others are going to be infected that he is not vaccinated when he applies, the, when he arrives? You're, you're right. The map of the U.S. I looked at today yeah. is an entire hotspot. It's all red. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. It's, it's just uh, ubiquitous at and, some and point. And honestly, I mean, this is kind of dumb, but he's a tennis player. Like, couldn't you keep him fairly isolated from other you people? Could. It's not a team sport. You, you, you could. You you're going to be more than six feet away from your You're outside. You're all, yeah. all the things that we've learned about no how to prevent it. No handshake at the end of the match across the net. No, they don't They don't shake hands. They don't do that They've anymore. already discontinued they, that. They, they oh, wait. they just wait. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, they're certainly not shaking Djokovic then. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. it's entirely possible he could do this without really being close to sure. a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously an inherent risk of infection with this banana's disease at any time. But Jason, the only thing I would say is what you're talking about you're talking about how it affects people who are vaccinated and then people who are not vaccinated aren't necessarily going to have that same response. And I guess that's, that's a, a risk but for Djokovic, for, for the not for the other players. People, that's their choice. So, right. But to, to, to your, I think the vax status matters because I think the transmission is slightly different from vaccinated people than from an unvaccinated person. It's a, it's a higher it, rate. Is the transmission from a vaccinated person any more than if, if two I'm people. I'm wading into waters that <laughs> yeah. I, this is yeah. we're getting I was like, go ahead. Ankle yeah. deep into yeah. <laughs> 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 science here. Uh, let's let's move on. on. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, well, we'll continue this outside. <laughs> Now, yes. I heard if you drink a glass of water while holding your breath, you can't get it. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Yes, let's move on to something we do know about, and that is uh, Morgan Wallen and his comeback, which is, I guess, in full force at this point because we got Lil Durk out. Now, you know that, um, was it last two weeks ago, Lil Durk and Morgan Wallen came out with a song together called Broadway Girls, um, and this was sort of the first time we'd seen uh, certainly a hip-hop artist co-sign on Morgan Wallen's comeback from 
you know, what, less than a year ago being seen in public. Um, this video where he used the N-word very casually. Uh, he went through the, you know, he was banned from award shows. They stopped playing his music. He did the Mia Culpa tour. He did an interview and said, I've learned, I understand what the word means and the pain behind it. And now you have little Dirk doing this song with him. It's a hit. Everyone loves the song. Uh, so we got little Dirk out. And what I didn't realize this. I guess this happened last week that um, Morgan Wallen said he wants to work with Kendrick Lamar um, and, and named a few other rappers. So we got Lil Durk out in L.A. and asked him yesterday. He was in Beverly Hills, and we asked him uh, what he thought about that. And uh, here's some more co-signing from Lil Durk. Is he? Not, he's not racist, is he? No, he ain't no racist. That's my boy. You know? So we had a long talk. Pub, he, had, he had his public situation. We had behind closed doors. And I vouched for him, and he's good. You know? And because and, they canceled him for a while. Should he be uncanceled now, Morgan? He ain't canceled. I talked to him. He's not canceled. When now, I say you ain't canceled, you ain't canceled. Because, because Mor Morgan says he wants to work with Kendrick Lamar. Should Kendrick Lamar and these other rappers work with him? For sure. For sure. There you go. Well, the proof's in the pudding. The Line song up. was a hit, right? So it worked to but, some extent. But, but that's the thing is, is Morgan Wallen was never canceled by his fans. Right. His album, Dangerous, the industry, except for Christmas week, it's been right. in the top 10 every week for a year now. People never stopped liking him. Right. The industry, and, and it's funny, people never stopped liking him. And even though the industry shut him down, stopped playing his music, didn't let him go to award shows, didn't give him awards, it didn't affect him at all, you know, financially, it didn't affect no. his sales. So I guess it's not really shocking. I guess it's only shocking because he did a song with a hip hop artist where you thought maybe Lil Durk's fans wouldn't be so quick to, to, uh, to like the song or to buy the song or to stream the song. I, I, have, I have a question. Is it, is, I want to be cynical and say he only did the song with Lil Durk to, to resurrect his reputation, but is he also, would he have done it before this scandal, is he is sort of a rap country well, yeah, star? Is he a fan? I mean, it wasn't a rapper, but like he worked with, uh, was it Marshmallow or Black Bear, the, the DJ? Like Morgan Wallen's done other genres, okay. so it's not but wildly impossible he would have done this. Th this might be the best thing that ever happened to Morgan Wallen, right? The fact that he got himself brought in the scandal because he now, whether wait, he hold, hold, yeah. right. well, hold, hold on, hold on, let me, let me play it out. Before you say something like yeah. that, you're supposed to say hot take yeah. incoming. Here we go. <laughs> uh, to it say got warm in here. Yeah, yeah, that, burns. That, let's, let's warm our hands. Caught in public fire. using the N word was yeah. the best thing that ever happened to Morgan Wallen. So, okay. so, so this I gotta hear. Yeah. So, so if he does get, you know. Uh, an audience with Ke Kendrick Lamar. If he does record a song with Kendrick Lamar, he enters into a level of fame that I understand he's a huge country star. I got that. But now he will be a crossover, enormous star playing with one of the biggest rappers in, in the game. And I just think that this might be the kind of thing that launches Morgan Wallen into a stratosphere of fame and profitability. Couldn't he have gotten the opportunity never... a little bit easier? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. My point, my point is You're he couldn't sure. have. He's, my he's point made is lemonade. He but yeah, he made lemonade. Kendrick wouldn't take his calls unless you, he said well, the N-word. How, how many other crossovers has Kendrick Lamar done with country stars? All right, well, Taylor I mean, Swift. Hold on. <laughs> We're also getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, right. The, big, the biggest star but, in the world, right? But, but I, I this mean, is the difference, yeah. too, we got to look at. So this song with Lil Durk was sort of, you know, like a homecoming kind of thing for Morgan Wallen. But it's also, it was a come up for Lil Durk. Yes, right. He was big, but he was not like an A-list rapper. Sure. And Morgan Wallen's been the conversation for a year now, and his album's huge, so... This was a rising tide lifting both of those boats. Kendrick yeah. Lamar doesn't need that. Right, right, exactly. I was going to say, I think you've gotten ahead of the, ourselves here saying that Kendrick Lamar <laughs> doing a song, because Kendrick Lamar, by the way, I see a difference in Kendrick Lamar and Kendrick Lamar's audience and Lil Durk's. Yeah. Yes. And there's a level of sophistication in Kendrick Lamar. And I don't know that Kendrick, Morgan Wallen's audience are not vastly different. They're not as wildly different as you Correct. Think. Right. And I, I just don't know that, look, who knows if they even if Kendrick even takes the phone call and they have a conversation, 
I just don't think he'd be as quick to do the song with Morgan Wallen as Lil Durk was. That's not a judgment no. on Lil Durk. It's just about their audiences. No, that's 100% right. I think this could hurt Kendrick, right? With his audience, he, there is downside for him. With Lil Durk, as you said, he was... He was right. lower on the yeah. totem pole, so it was a and, and, and it was not a, even an easy with call. the audience with him using the N word. Just it would look kind of opportunistic for Kendrick, right? Like what what like Little Dirk and Morgan Wallen makes like Broadway Girls is a song either one of them could have done. Kendrick Lamar is not going to do that song, so right, right. It, it would be more forced. All right, so we got ahead of ourselves. Huh? Yes, <laughs> well, I, 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 I got ahead of myself. I got ahead of myself. Maybe it wasn't the best thing that ever happened. Well, listen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I certainly enjoyed a little warmth by the fire. <laughs> yeah, I hope there aren't some rising country stars out there going. Oh, that's what I gotta do. Oh. Jason's like, hear me out here, because. Uh, <laughs> He's like, what if I didn't say it to a white person? <laughs> um, all right, that is going to do it for us. By the way, make sure you uh, are getting the Team Z podcast where you get all your podcasts. You can get that. Apple, Spotify, Google. Wherever you're listening right now. Yeah, <laughs> all those places. You got somewhere else you want to? Where do you want to No, I just, I podcast? was wondering why the pause there. Could you not remember where you get your <laughs> no, your, I don't your, know, your podcast? participation. That's oh, all. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's all. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye.